Hello and welcome to episode 148 of Hearty Dice Friends. I remain indisputably Grant Howitt as I'm joined, as ever, inevitably, by Christopher Edward Taylor. Hello, Christopher. Hello, Grant. We are role-playing games. We mm-hmm. are here. Yeah, we are them. We are we are the avatars of role-playing games. We're here to, to, to solve your, your desperate queries on role-playing games. And we're here to also make up some role-playing games because we're good at that sort of thing. Ooh. We don't have enough. We don't. We don't. We don't have enough fun doing it in our day-to-day jobs. So we do it in this our side gig, our side hustle. <laughs> Christopher, I have entered an unprecedented age of role-playing. Um, oh, tell me more. So, given the quarantine, mm-hmm. given the fact that we have to stay indoors as much as possible. Uh, and the fact that going outdoors is becoming increasingly unpleasant. I'm in. I'm in um, three weekly games now. Good lord, that is that is almost too many. <laughs> A little bit. I run games on Wednesday night, Thursday night, and Friday night. Well done. Yeah, thank you. Well, I mean, all I had to all I had to do was say I'm running games. Everyone get in here, and that kind of worked. But um, it's it's exhausting. Uh, yes, that's a lot of thinking you've got to do. I wasn't ready for it, man. I wasn't ready at all. Yeah, and like one of them's D and D. Yeah. Well, at least well, that takes the processing power off of your brain. You'd th- not the way I run it, mate. Oh yeah, it's true. <laughs> so I don't I don't do any prep. So you know. or use the rules really. Absolutely not. No. Uh, so yes, it's been it's been interesting to see the uh, see how many like how many games people are in now. Like there there's this there's this resurgence in role playing. People now can't go out and do fun things. <laughs> so they have to do the next best thing. Yeah, we can't like you can't say go rock climbing or to a pool hall. I haven't been bouldering in months. No, no. Or any month. And <laughs> by months I mean any month between January and the summer. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's been interesting to see the the amount of games that have come up, and I'm wondering, Christopher, how uh, how's it been for you? Aside from awful, <laughs> I I'm not in any games mm. at the moment. I, I oh. might have I might have a Delta Green game this weekend if I can <sighs> if I can keep prodding enough and make it happen. Just sort of just sort of tease a Delta Green game just, out just, of ether. Just yeah, just express one out of somebody. Are you, you going to play or, or hopefully run? hopefully I'll be playing yeah. Have you ever played Delta Green before? I was going to say once, but I couldn't. I, I, that may have been a dream. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you have. No, I, I ran Easter Terrace for you back in the day, but that's it's not, not Delta Green. quite the same. No, no, the, the title no, is different. Not. Yeah, it uses different rules, setting, and fiction. But aside mm-hmm. from that, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. yes, um, please, if you're if you're interested in in in, in running a game, you're running an online game. My voice is quite easy to imitate. And you, so it's between the hours of seven and half past nine on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. I will pay you a small stipend to come in and take on the role of me, because <laughs> I am already knackered. <laughs> it's been three weeks. How long are they running for? Oh, I don't know. Just forever. Well, like, like as like my initial plan is, I always say, hey, so we're going to have four sessions. We're going to have three sessions, and then we miss one of those sessions. One of the sessions is character gen, and then by the end of the third, by the end of the third or fourth, I'm like, oh, I'm having a fun time. I'll just keep this going forever, baby. <laughs> Which is always good when you have yourself a nice arcing plot that doesn't go anywhere. 
Oh yeah, yeah. But just just describing a perfect slump, a downward trend. Christopher Grant. Uh, oh, also, it's probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode this week because uh, we're we're running a, a convention, a mini convention, a miniature remain indoors convention on our Discord, um, and we we have we have managed our time poorly. <laughs> And so we are recording at the crack of dawn on Friday, and then in in under two hours we have to go and start running the con. So might be a little bit shorter this 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 week. Yeah, a little little snappy yeah. one. Eh? Mm, a little a little taste, a little little amuse bouche. Could you amuse amuse my bouche with a uh, with a question? I will excite your mouth with words. Mm. That hey hey hang on, Sue. That's weirdly sexual. Just imagine yelling in someone's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Today, are you ready yet? <laughs> Have you come yet? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you through all of the yelling. Right, Jeremiah, what are they chatting about? Jeremiah, Jeremiah asks, what are some flaws that new game designers make that are easily avoidable? Obvious pit traps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you get it? I do get it. I mm-hmm. wish you hadn't hadn't put it out there for me to mm-hmm. absorb. Uh, I presume flaws as in F L A W. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm. The the biggest flaw I can think of in your game designers is when you put a joke in the rules. Yes. Or like or like uh, when you say you, you'll say things like oh um, when you roll the dice uh, if you say a certain comedy phrase then get plus one to hit. Fuck, fucking munchkin. Yeah. That, that 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 sort of thing, which is like funny the first time, but not maybe not even funny the first time, but. Um, <laughs> But the challenge comes like there's there's ways you can make it work. Obviously, if you're a genius, but we're, we're presuming people are coming to this fresh. Um, so like having having jokes in the in the in the rules or like um, breaking tone in that way. I mean, there's some established game designers do this as well, uh, where they're like like j- during a rules section they'll do an aside to sort of talk about something, and I find that so infuriating. And swear in it, it drives me nuts. You gotta be super careful with swearing. Oh it's, this is—it's weird because I love swearing. Mm, I'm a huge I, fan. I adore it. I do it all the time. I like—I love it so much. I have to sort of limit how much I swear to keep it fresh, <laughs> keep it exciting, keep it new. Yeah, you know. But if I'm ever read—if I'm ever reading a role-playing game and they're like—and they're like, "Fuck what you heard. This is about real vampire." All right, cool. Bye. Yeah, I'm done here. We're done here. Yeah, we're done here. You just like, sound like an idiot. You cannot. Aff- it's 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 a bit like reading because like a role playing game is it's it's a it's a weird sort of mesh of being a technical manual and like uh, an evocative uh, scene setter art piece, an art piece. And so like you can you can asw- you can afford to swear in your fiction, although you know keep it keep it light because it, it d- doesn't make you sound very clever. But um, if you swear in your technical manual, that's like that's like when when, when you get the manual for your P- for your PS4 or, or for your computer and it starts calling you a prick. Now you see, conversely to that, I think Haynes' technical manuals could really do with some swearing, <laughs> just to sort of spice it up. When you got your when you got your Volkswagen Golf, like just bang mm. a fucking spoiler on it, <laughs> and I think that that would just speak volumes to the user base. I possibly, I yeah, you tr- try and be as dry as you can when you're starting out. That's my advice to you. Dry and interesting. Yeah, and then you you can amp up your your wetness as like, you go. like sand. The more that someone yells in your mouth, you can amp up your wetness. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 all it takes these days. Pretty much, yeah. Also, also read a goddamn role playing game. 
Oh, there isn't D&D. Yeah, like the amount yeah. of people that are, they're essentially going, so I'm going to, I'm thinking of doing a new project. I think I'm going to call them movies. Um, and I'm going to Hear do, me out. I'm going to, yeah, just, just bear with this one. I think it's going to be quite big. I'm going to do one about a spy. Right. right. And he gets okay. loads of gadgets and mm-hmm. he's fairly abusive to women constantly. Yeah. Um, and it's all fine in the end. We're going to make about a hundred of these. Oh, I, I think that's been done. I don't understand. I've just invented the concept of movies. So, sorry, so when you say movies, do you mean like books that you read? Or pictures that you look at? Both. Okay, that's But the pictures move. Oh, you mean like a play? Yes! Okay. But in your home, with no people. Mm. You see, it, it, it drives me insane. Yeah, there's, it is, speaking as a man who releases, like, speaking as a man who releases most of my products um, through PDFs, it is very easy to steal role-playing games. <laughs> it's alarmingly easy. Very straightforward. We do not endorse uh, role-playing game theft. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not now I'm A in my 30s and B, reliant on it for a roof and food. Mm-hmm. Sorry, reliant on not theft. But back when I was younger, when I was a younger man, when I, when I was coming up, I remember I, I left my computer uh, torrenting. Uh, I think it was. I think it was like ten gigs of D and D PDFs. And over four I, days, you finally got it. I went on holiday during it. <laughs> I went on holiday and left because because like the house was basically empty. It was, it was, it was when 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 you and I were living together, we were right. all out of the student house. I went on holiday and just left it fucking torrenting. That was <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Point is, um, read as many role playing books as you can. Obviously. Try and write as few rules as you can. You see, you see subsets of rules quite often. You'll see um, subsystems, and you very rarely need one. They very rarely make the game better. Yeah, it ends up feeling like you've made six different games, mm. and then cherry picked the worst bits from them and bung them together. Another thing, you don't need that many skills. You just don't. You don't boil them down. Well, like render them like fat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spread them upon toast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I think that's enough to be going on with. To be honest with you. Yeah, it's it's one of these odd things of like a lot of the mistakes that new game designers make are easily avoidable. Mm. Like if you if you have no creative talent whatsoever, it's going to be incredibly hard. Mm. But if you have even an ounce of it, which ninety nine percent of people do. <laughs> Then it's it, it's fine. Just come at it logically. Like you wouldn't try and take an exam mm. without having d- gone to at least one class or knowing which subject you're doing. Well, I mean, we unless you do philosophy, that. at which point yeah. you can just get away with it. Oh, I would also like to say, don't be don't be too afraid of making the mistakes because mm. you've got to make like we've all made them and you've got to make them as well because that's that's how you learn like the best the best way to learn is to go in and make that mistake and realize what you've done then look back at your work several years later and go oh god what was that <laughs> or more or more more commonly now oh god i was so full of life <laughs> oh, such joy in those words i used to have ideas <laughs> um Go, go write the games, make the mistakes, fuck up, and then learn from that. Play other people's games, read lots of games. That you, you'll be all right. Don't worry about it too much. Like the most important thing to do is to make and release games. Yeah, and and also last point: if mm. ever you write something down and go, eh, I'm not sure that's fun, mm. delete it. Yeah. Yeah, it does have to. It should be. It should be fun or do something. It, like, okay, so not all games have to be fun, but if they're not, my god, they'd better be good. 
Oh yeah. Because like this is this isn't like papers, please. If you, if you're making a game, it needs to be fun. I don't care, honestly. It needs to be fun. If you're making art, it doesn't need to be fun. Right. Okay. I would argue that games are art. Yes, but sorry, I meant like in the way of like a painting doesn't actually do anything. Okay. So a painting you look at and you appreciate mm-hmm. and you experience. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a game is a machine. A pinball machine. It can be a pinball machine. That's I was thinking of the, I was trying to think of the closest uh, game to a painting. Okay. Um, but like a game has to be entertaining and fun to yes. play. Even if it is grindingly sad mm. that can be fun like horror films are fun one of the problems I've found with satirical games in this respect is that a lot of games which are a satire of games uh, are effective satire but because you are an active participant you have to play through the satire which mm. means that it's like if it's saying oh look how frustrating role playing games are when they do X and Y and it gives you lots of X and Y and yeah you've made the point but I still have to do it yeah, you're still making uh, me do this crap. Rather than say, rather than say a uh, like satire on a, on a, on a TV or a film or, or like even in a video game where you're you're much less active, you're much less involved in the creative process. Uh, you can afford to be much more brazen there, I think. But yes. that is that that's a different discussion. Very much so. Anyway, I'm going to ask you a question. Do it. Definite Human Jess writes in, I'm trying to get into GMing, 5th ed, because it's what I'm most familiar with. However, I'm throwing out all the settings and lore and making my own as it comes up. Is there somewhere where I can find one-shots that just give the bare bones of a plot and any combat encounters? So far, everything I'm finding expects me to read through 40 pages of lore dump just to find the actual story. Every single published adventure is a bare bones plot with combat encounters. What you need is a red pen. Honestly, you can use the old thumb trick for most of it. What, what's you the can old just, thumb trick? Just kind of put your thumb over the bit you don't want. Oh, I see. That's that's, that's the old trick you learned whilst watching pornography, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just just hold your thumb up over the bit you don't want to see. Yeah, it's great. Probably um, get software for that these days. Can, I'm sure they can. Just just a cutout of a blurry thumb. <laughs> just hold it. That, that hovers over the big hairy bloke or what have you. But like, if you read through, for instance, like uh, I think the. Fifth Ed Star Adventure is like, no, no, Fourth Ed, I don't know. Lost Minds of Fandolver? That's fifth. That is fifth. Mm-hmm. That is a dungeon. Mm. And honestly, there's only just a plot with that, as far as I remember. Yeah. And if so, it's so weak, I don't remember it. It's not a great plot. You can strip out the plot from anything mm-hmm. incredibly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's only a few exceptions to that rule. Like, for instance, there's a Unknown Armies one shot that very much requires you to be escaped prisoners mm. otherwise 99% of what happens literally doesn't make any sense that it's happening mm-hmm. but most one shots you can you can completely abstract from their base and run just fine because if you look at a if you look at a published adventure all it is is a load of advent of, of stat blocks and a location and the rest is just spackle mm. I mean it's just say spackle yeah, it's a nice word to say. Yeah, I think that uh, like the challenge is, is coming to it with with the eye for it because um, like I think my favourite example of this we were doing um, for example in my career <laughs> we were doing uh, we were running fourth ed for a load of new gamers um, back uh, about ten years ago now mm. uh, at the at the at the games at the game society at a university and uh, lovely chap president Alfie lovely chap put together a um, a fighting skeletons adventure. 
And the idea was that everyone uses the fighting skeleton adventure, and we had like six six GMs running games for six tables, and everyone else had this honestly not very exciting fighting skeleton adventure. And I was like, okay, to hell with that, we're doing a bank heist. <laughs> and at that point, you take the skeletons, you're like, okay, these are guards, or in what I actually ended up was just to have it having a tannoy say, Necromantic defense systems activated. And a load of skeletons popped out of the vault. I want, like, skeleton bank tellers. Right? That would be lovely. I, I, I still think, in, in a world where you can have skeletons moving around and doing things, there should be more of them. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, that's secure. Right? They're not, not going to steal it. They're in pockets. Right? You, it's very easy to see if, the, if they've got any money on them. You could, you could, uh, you, they don't need legs. No, you just build them into a pole. Right? Just, just, just build them directly onto the uh, onto the service desk. Just, just these gibbets behind all yeah. the desks. You've still got the bulletproof glass and stuff, obviously, because always how well, you're going to know it's yeah. a bank. Yeah, um, obviously. I, I just, I think that like there's, we don't use bits of skeletons enough. The like the the only things that skeletons are used for is guarding tombs and shit. Yeah, it's and ridiculous. Like, Arable farm and yeah, healthcare, waste disposal, any anything that's hazardous. Okay, so. Let's say you need to transport a load of a load of material over difficult terrain. What I'm going to do? I'm going to get a raft, and then I'm going to bolt oh, twenty skeleton legs to it. <laughs> well, sorry, forty skeleton legs to it. <laughs> Otherwise, it'll all be on one side, and that's going to go wherever the fuck I want. Yeah, it just there isn't there isn't enough. What if we well, like like because because fantasy has functional bone robots, and no one uses them for anything. Weird. It's so strange. It's odd. But essentially what we're saying is you can take any adventure and put skeletons in it. Yes, ske- sorry, <laughs> yes. My, my po- uh, the way I used to prep for 13th Age, I used to run 13th Age campaign back in Australia, and I'd say, right, okay, here are, here are, a, few, uh, here are a few handfuls of uh, like words and scenes which would be interesting. Here are a few challenges, um, and every challenge is really just a variant of a large hole. Let's, let's, let's be honest here. And then you'd have like, here's a fight, and here's here's two big guys, and a shooty guy, and a buff, a buffer guy, and you take that and sort of, and then and then like wh- whatever situation the players ended up in, you sort of reskin, recover those to match. And I think like taking a published adventure or taking, you know, downloading an adventure or what have you, and trying to remove like circling rather than getting that red pen and crossing out the bits you don't want, circling the bits you do want. So like this is a this is a fight which is balanced for this. For this party, mm-hmm. for a party of this level, so fifth ed, which is you know, which is which is a game about balance. You take your you take your third level adventure. You circle around the um, the encounter, and then and then like you, that you can try and stitch those together yourself. But the mechanics of what you need is is in that stat block, is in that fight, and that's the that's the that's the important bit. The other thing I would recommend recommend is uh, one page dungeons or five room dungeons. Yeah, there's a lot of those for free. Yeah, uh, and I don't, some I don't, really fun, nice but, collections as well, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. And like you can take you can take the idea of those. And then get a get a, a published adventure which has a load of stats and load of encounters properly generated up. Just sort of make them kiss. Yeah, um, if you're looking for a really nice set of dungeons and weirdness, um, Soul Muppet does a mm. collection for Best Left Buried. And I cannot remember what the collection is. I have it on my shelf. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but it doesn't take itself like deathly seriously. Mm. So there's things like Sea Caves of the Octoclops. <laughs> um, who's a who's a lovely fluffy darling with enormous claws, and they're really nice dungeons. They're fairly lethal because the game's fairly lethal. Yeah, 
but that's tweakable. You just pretend you rolled a one. Yeah. Um, and it's really worth looking at. I've, I've got a lot of time for Soul Mapper. Okay, so as we said, short length episode this time because we've got a con to run. So, bum, 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 bum. what's that coming over the hill? Is it a jingle? Is, Is it, it a, a jingle? jingle? Did you ever want a game to exist? But not enough to make it yourself. Grant and Chris make games. Your favourite DM, Drew M. Meyer, writes in. Many are the few. The more heroes you eat, the more powers you gain. Is this superhero Katamari? It is now. <laughs> Actually, hang on. Is this superhero Kirby? No. And I'm sorry to say... Well, okay, so, yes. Yay! Like, Kirby is rather... There's something absolute about Kirby. And also, yes. Kirby only ever takes on the role of one thing at once and then gobs it up. Oh, that's very true. Uh, much like orcs... The more powerful you are, and the more like leadery you are, the bigger you are. The more fights you win, okay. the bigger you get. I'm viewing it. You know, in Gashapon games, and what's that game you're always playing on your phone, where the, the heroes are running and hitting that big frog? Raid <laughs> Legends, Shadow Legends. That's we it. are not sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. I'm no. sorry to everybody who's having flashbacks to YouTube. Unlike every YouTube show, we are not sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends yet. Get. Get, Forget all you know about modern RPG. Oh, fuck, Chris, I forgot what I knew. Chris, I've got work. Chris. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, I'll, you know what? I've probably got enough time to remember. Raid yeah. Shadow Legends. You know how you'll get, like, uh, this is uh, this is, this is is Jim McAxe, and he's a dwarf. And you get, mm. and you get like, a level 7 Jim McAxe, and then, or, or he's a macaque. So you get you get a level seven gym macaques, and then you get a level six gym macaques, and you're like, I'm going to feed the level six gym macaques to the level right, seven yes. gym macaques, and you get yeah. a level eight gym macaques, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how it works. I don't play these stupid games. That's exactly how it works. Yeah. It's bang on. Yeah, it's terrible. So I know you play. I don't, I don't, I don't even. I I no. I don't even own a phone. How do I? I've never even used a phone. If I <laughs> if I need something, I just yell. I mean that that is true. That is true. So. Like that, except you don't need to be the same kind of gym. You don't need to be the same kind of hero to combine. You play like you 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 have your stable of heroes. Oh, actually, that's that's great. You have uh, you ha- you have four hero slots, right? You're running a super team, and you're going. Right, and uh, these heroes are horses. Could be, could be. Oh, because I said stable, about, right? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I'm com- I'm confused. Honestly, I'm a little confused here. Okay, group. You've got a group of heroes. Okay, right. Yeah, I just um, think about horses all day. Okay, cool. Uh, one of them has a horse. You've got you, you oh. you've got a group of heroes. You're going out and you're you're, you're battling villains and other like un- like heroes who aren't quite aligned to your to your worldview. And then you're eating them and you're gaining bits of their power. Okay. So if I if I eat uh, if I eat um, Captain Ignition, then I get. Plus three percent. Fresh out of the kitchen. Yep. I get. I get plus three percent fire. Okay. So I get specific XP for eating the people who I who 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 are going to level up the things I'm interested in. But presumably, I'm also going to have lots of that thing that they're interested in. Yes. Now, the eating uses gang beast style mechanics. <laughs> Which mechanics is in air quotes there? Or or VR? Maybe VR. I want. <laughs> I want. Well, you must consume the man. Yeah, you've got you've you've got a VR helmet, and you've got you've got your rigs, and you've got like you got like these like these these big sort of rubbery guys 
um, coming towards each other. Like, it's, it's, it's sort of like cartoon levels, and you have to just grab him and pull him directly in your mouth while he's trying to do the same to you. <laughs> you see, I was imagining like a VR version of the first tutorial scene from the video game Condemned. Where you're in a warehouse and there's like mannequins propped up like they're having dinner. Okay. And there's Batman on the table. <laughs> I want to make it like really genuinely hard for you to consume stuff. What are you talking like with a knife and fork rather than you, yeah. sort of, you just glom it down and then maybe stick up his skeleton like a snake? Yeah, he's alive. Okay. So, hang, so hang on. That's like, a different I game. think. I think perhaps what you're doing there is, is overcomplicating it a little. I think I was, if anything, I'm oversimplifying it, but go on. <laughs> so what if you play a game similar to D&D, like that sort of uh, stat-based yeah. game, but levelling is incredibly fast. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and simpler to level up. There's less moving parts when you level up. Mm-hmm. And then to get into an advanced class, you need to have three le- characters that are level 10... In these archetypes... When you say have, do you mean you have to have eaten them? No, you have to play... Right, okay, yeah. You have to... So, so like, I'm going to be playing uh, a fighter right. who's in the warrior archetype. Right, along okay. Along with, say, paladin and barbarian. Sure. So you get a fighter to level 10, a wizard to level 10, and a rogue to level 10. Mm-hmm. And once you've done that, you can, you then unlock access to the arcane trickster character mm. that can level up. And it's like a tech tree. Someone's been reading Gloomhaven. Kind of. I think Gloomhaven's a bit different, though. Mm. Because in Gloomhaven, you have a single mission. Right, and doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. And it, like, for instance, I have a mission for my Gloomhaven character that is mm. kill 20 elite enemies. Right. Once I've done that, I unlock access to a new class. Right, but this is more, this is more like a group thing which you're doing. Is no, it, is no, it no cali- this, is, this is personal. Uh, it was, in the beginning, yeah, personal yeah. to you. Sorry, yeah, but, uh, but, but you've, got, like, you've got a group of characters which are controlled by you. Yeah, and you can play any one of them at any time. Right, yeah. Um, so you have a sort of, um, honestly, like a West Marches style game would mm-hmm. be perfect for this. Or uh, Ars Magica. Yeah, I don't know Ars Magica uh, terribly you, well. Uh, troop play, so everyone has three characters. Sure. Okay. Uh, the reason I thought like West Marches is because you you obviously start with only one character. Mm-hmm. But as you um, you level them up and do various things... While you're not playing them, the characters can be idle in town. Right. So they could do the blacksmithing. Mm-hmm. So they could produce metal for weapons and stuff like that. Okay, so you can get like side gigs and stuff and sort of like yeah, increase so your overall. Yeah. You've got you've got that kind of uh dichotomy is the wrong word, I can't remember, contrast, whatever. Yeah. Um between the like, do I have these four characters and keep them alive mm-hmm. so that so that I can play one and then three of them can be idle? Mm-hmm. Or do I consume them all to get access to a higher power thing? <laughs> no. Sorry. Okay. Consumes the wrong word. No. 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 Consumes. Perfect. Because I love the idea of you. Like. So, so. Like. So. Like. You have one character, and the others are the others are, are, are subsidiary. I suppose. No. They're all. They're all equal. They're all equal. Okay. It's just which one's active right now. Okay. You're controlling the wizard, and you're sitting outside the blacksmith's, just licking your lips and staring in directly. And the fight, the fight is there at Anvil. Like, what's he fucking? What's he doing? I mean, for for the in-game narrative, you'd have like a glyph on the floor, and it's all shining lights and stuff, and they'll stand in certain points and then become something more. Uh, I don't know. I want to actually. I want to push them in my mouth while they're alive. <laughs> Well, how does the last one eat himself? He doesn't. He goes out and finds other other heroes, other superheroes, like like villains or non-player characters to go and eat. 
and then I suppose later on you could recruit more people who haven't heard of what you did before. <laughs> no, because like in, my, in, in what I'm saying, like I genuinely think this is a playable game. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, that's true. If if you've got four level tens, mm-hmm. you'd have to consume all four to get one new level one of a different class of a different of a different class that you couldn't access before. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's something interesting there. I quite like the so like just like in if if we're going in like in actual terms. Thinking, coming up with an in-character, an in-fiction reason to combine people, to feed them to each other, in as it were, because that always yeah. that always struck me as weird. Like that's never really that's never really explained. No, I mean a gacha game is very much not about explaining shit. No, and like there, there was there was like a pop idol one, or like a, you, you played like a Japanese idol band, and that was the, okay. that was the first one that I, that I saw my partner playing, and. I'd, I'd never really understood the concept of a, of, of, a, of a gacha game, and then there was this there was this one beautiful boy, and there was a similar beautiful boy. Oh, there's the same beautiful boy. Very good. Feed one to the feed the weaker to the stronger one, <laughs> and then and just just like backstage, he's jamming him down his throat. And now he's better at singing, and that that always struck me as massively strange. The way that one yeah. you get copies of heroes, and two you feed them to each other. And I think that I'd like to have a reason for that in world, or have that have that cleaned up somehow. Just, just, just as a kind of like shorthand, like you have a mystical portal that they all go through, and then yeah. somebody else comes back. But I think it would be very interesting, especially as I say in a Westmarch's game, where you can use the people you're not currently playing to do things. So, it, so it becomes an, it becomes a choice, as it were, rather than I'm just going to feed everyone to my biggest character. Yeah, because you lose all of your. You lose the, the the those four players, mm. those four characters who could be doing stuff in your in your base yeah. um, to get you more materials, money, defenses, whatever. I don't know. That's, that's an interesting idea. I, I quite like the like like you 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 build a sort of ecosystem which supports mm. your characters, and then you can choose to, I suppose, sacrifice that, and it would be it would be like, oh, we've all sworn ourselves to the cause. We're all like we're all fighting uh, like an angel has come, and we're trying to we're trying to rid the world of evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the angel, uh, like we, we we go into the mysterious temple and we come out stronger and different, but our spirits are combined in some way. Yeah. So like so, so there's a voluntary, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. And I think it's I think it'd be really interesting to because it would mean that you get to try a lot of different classes. Yeah, that's true. Fairly rapidly. Mm. And also, it would give you an excellent opportunity to have a a party that does that wouldn't work normally. Oh, go on. Like, for instance, you, it's very rare when you're playing Dungeons & Dragons when you have a party that is just barbarians. Yeah. Everybody's playing a barbarian. Yeah. But you could do that in you this. You could. Because, you could because, because essentially, a level one character is completely disposable. Mm. At any point, you can just go. I'm making another level one character. Maybe that's, that's the thing. Like maybe part of having a level ten character or a level five character is they is, is they've got recruitment. They're spreading the word, which means you can get level ones in. Yeah, yeah. So maybe like you have like a. a, a I don't know. Again, we'd have to come up with a, an in character thing for this, but like there's a limit. Yeah. Um, you can have four characters, right? Mm-hmm. However, if you've got a level ten character, you can have eight characters. I've got an idea. It's an app. So it's not a video game, it's a role-playing game, but you get an app, right? Mm-hmm. And the app, um, so like so like it's it runs like 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 a role-playing game, you know, you've got dice and shit and the GM's still running things as it goes on. But you're like, cool, okay, you know what, I'm gonna level up my barbarian now. You push level up and you get kind of you get some random shit. 
Oh, okay. So, so the app is like your is like a, a stable. It's like your barracks. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, and that's and, it. And then like everyone would like everyone who's playing the game would 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 join together on the same account uh, on the or on like on the same town. So like you, you can go and look at your settlement. You can go and look at your temple and see how things are going. And so like one player who's got this character like they're they're adding to the game over here, but. You don't you don't necessarily get to choose what happens when you level up. You don't get to choose which new characters are coming in. You get what you're given. Oh, and you can like um, Darkest Dungeon style. You can recruit yeah. them. Yes. That see, that's really interesting. Yeah, you have the town management and the the stable. I'm going to keep calling it because actually a really good word for mm-hmm. it. They're just, they're just is, horses, basically. Is yeah. app based, and then everything else like mm. to level up, you have to actually play a role playing game. Yeah, you play a role playing game, and the GM's there, and the GM's like, "Cool, okay, give them this. Like, they've completed a quest. Give them this much XP. They've done this. Get all that. Or like, oh, they've they've said they uh, they they had a nice interaction with an NPC. Here's another fifteen XP or what have you." Yeah, and then you just press a button, and it like when you gain a level, you get d6 strength, yeah, d6 constitution for being a barbarian, yeah, and it just randomizes it and adds, adds it all for you. Yeah, it all happens there. There's there's lots of like juicy feedback. Maybe the screen explodes or whatever. I don't care. I kind of like the idea as well that like there's a there's a chance to get essentially to get a dead mm-hmm. level. Like I know we're we're normally very against dead levels. I'm not a fan. But when XP and characters are this free. Mm. I, I kind of like the idea of like, okay, that guy is now crap for combat, mm. but, but those stats work really well as a, as a builder. Yeah. Or like, or like, I'm going to, uh, and, and like, and you've got the option as well. Like, I quite like the idea that whatever whatever character that you are possessing, as it were, whichever character you're you you are acting as in this campaign turn, mm. they function better than the other characters. They get a yes. boost. I mean, yeah. you, can, you can maybe even have it like you are the you're some sort of divine presence who's working through them. And so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna send this guy off to go and uh, to go and spread the spread the good word of our religion. Try and uh, yeah. because like okay he's no good at fighting but he's really good at talking. And you go off and he does that. And then like and then like three campaign turns later the GM the GM pop, gets a message popped up or like a, a message pops up on your screen. Fuck we could automate it. And it's like yeah. hey there's an adventure here. Do you want to go and do that? And so you take control of that guy and you have an adventure which which happens while he was trying to convert people to your cause and you tell this big broad story. Yeah, I, more than any other game we've ever done this, I'm actually genuinely excited to try and but maybe make this. Ah, this is terrible. Because I don't we don't need to have physics or anything. We don't need to do it in Unity. It's just it's basically just a spreadsheet. No, it's, it's, it's a spreadsheet. It's a spreadsheet, yeah. but it's got a UI on it. Hmm. Also, hmm. go on. We need a name for the game. Shit, we do. Happy Families. No, no, it needs to be cool. It needs to be like the name of the world or mm. like Town Forge. Scourge. I mean that works. Scourge. I guarantee that that's a role playing yeah. game. Town Scourge. <laughs> no, you're trying to build a town, not scourge it. Town Forge. Uh, town Forge. It, it sounds a bit generic. It does. It sounds so generic. But then the gacha game I play is called Raid Shadow Legends. Yes, that's true, and you're big into that. Um, but it, you know, it does need a, it does need a, 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 a natty name. But it's like Gacha Ponzi scheme. The app. Gacha Ponzi scheme. That's very clever. Thank you very much. East Marches. North Marches, South. I can't with something. It'd be great. Listen, good. Um, yes, we are stopping recording now because we have to go and then we have to do a con in a little bit. So the game this week is a cross between Raid Shadow Legends and Dungeons and Dragons, the two things which we like. With a bit of Animal Crossing. With a with a little bit of Animal Crossing, like Tom Nook Attracting will be there. villages. Oh, man, like could could the could the heroes also be like sheep and things? I mean, if you want, I was going to go fairly, fairly trad fantasy. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, 
Uh, yeah, it's, it's Darkest Dungeon, but you play that anyway. Um, we're, we're, yeah, we're going to continue our theme of stealing directly from Darkest Dungeon, both in theme Dankest and art style. Marches. There we go. There we are. Thank you very much. Oh, how about second Darkest Dungeon? It's not. It's not the darkest. No, I like. I quite like um, uh, Darkest Marshes. Yeah, dark, dark Marshes. Um, we love you very much. We hope you're. We hope you're safe and cool and happy and trying to, and staying sane during this this difficult time. Um, wash your hands. Stay indoors if you can. If you can't, sorry, that sucks. Uh, don't breathe yes. on people and subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. Go to patreon.com forward slash hearty dice friends. You can come and join the Discord. If you're really quick, you can go back in time and join the start of the con. But that's probably <laughs> unlikely. Uh, but yes, we are we are running the con all weekend. Um, there's 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 some events and stuff. So if you're on the Patreon, come along, hang out, say hello, and uh, take part. Otherwise, we'll see you this time next week. We love you very much. Goodbye. Bye.